Ah, greetings, B-movie aficionados. Hello, welcome to A Couple of Flicks. I am Tristan. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. And yeah, today we will be discussing three animated pictures that we chose to just to watch. Um, but before we semi-animated. Them, oh yeah, semi. Yeah, two of them are questionable. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of them is undoubtedly a- entirely animated, though. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My but, bad. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, before we talk about them, um, did any did either of you watch anything interesting that you want to share your share your thoughts on? Um, I watched that new Angelina Jolie movie. Oh yeah, it wasn't that great. It was like <laughs> yeah. a it's a half hour too long, bunch of backstory that didn't need to be in there. Uh, I don't even remember the title of it. <laughs> Those who wish me dead. Oh, okay. That's right. An I'm HBO try- Max thing? Yeah. I was trying to watch all the same day premieres on there. And that was not... They haven't been the greatest, actually. None of yeah. them, really. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah I'm not super into the direction HBO has been going in lately. I don't know. They just kind of seem to... I mean, not really be doing really much interesting stuff, in my opinion. Yeah. But go on. It's like Godzilla versus Kong is probably the best one, and even that wasn't that great. Oh, I didn't even know that went to the same day. Yep. I still haven't watched that one, and I haven't watched Mortal Kombat yet either. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. I like that one for fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing, nothing special, but yeah. Definitely yeah. better than the 90s ones. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really take that much, really. Yeah, true. I mean, <laughs> um, although, I mean, I think a part of me will always sort of be a little bit nostalgic, only because, like, I watched them so many times, you know, because I was such a dork for those movies, you know, and they really aren't any good. You know, watching them now, they really, like, they both, I mean, a lot, everybody shits all over Mortal Kombat Annihilation, but like the first one really isn't even like that much better, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I mean, there were some cool fight scenes in both of them, but that's about it, really. Um, but when I was younger, I was so, I was super into Mortal Kombat. I loved the theme song, the games, all that. And I watched those movies with my cousins and. I was just like, oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat. It's like the coolest. Oh, I want to play Mortal Kombat 4. I want to play Mortal Kombat Trilogy. All that, all that garbage. And, you know, then I kind of, that once it kind of turned 3D or whatever on the next gen PlayStation 2 or something, I sort of lost interest because, I don't know, I kind of preferred when it was like photo, like, like um, photograph people playing the fighting characters. Yeah. I like that more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, now they get weird with it. All these DLCs and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's how gaming is these days. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, did you watch anything else? Or not that I can think of, okay. worth talking about. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I saw, I mean, it's been a while now, like maybe a month ago, I saw the tenant finally. Oh, the tenant? It, um, which, okay, so which one is that one? That's because I might What's his be face? Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, Christopher Nolan's tenant. Oh, okay, tenant. Okay. Tenant. Yeah, tenant, yeah. <laughs> okay, because I was like, tenant. What? All right, finally. What was I was trying to think of what it was. But yeah, tenant. All right. Did you like yeah, it? Or? It was okay. I, I don't know what a tenant is still. <laughs> yeah. Like we were getting, <laughs> me and my buddy were watching it. And we were just like, what's a tenant? <laughs> like, we didn't get it. It was, and yeah. like, they used both, to, like, because I, I mean, I facetiously was saying that because, like, it's like also, like, I don't know, that group of people that was time traveling, but they also used it as just that, uh, like, the English word term tenant of like, uh, I don't, what's it, whatever, like, a uh, something you go by or of, Whatever the actual dictionary definition is of tenant, they, they so they use both words for. That was just confusing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it was trying to be kind of like how, like you know how the word tenant is sort of like the same word spelled backwards and forwards. So maybe it had something to do with like circular, mm. something. Like, I mean, guys, I haven't. Did you guys I, see it or? I haven't. I haven't. Oh, yet. okay. Uh, it's. It's Nolan-y for sure. It's yeah. confusing as fuck. And like, what he got, I don't know. He felt like a little, he felt a little full of himself with that one too. Cause like, you know, the main character and stuff, this time travel shit just starts happening and the group starts explaining it to the main character and he's, he doesn't really question it. He's just like, okay, yeah. And it's like, you know, Christopher Nolan, high concept dialogue type shit and like yeah. <laughs> like a scientific room with researchers and shit telling you, you know, it's, we have this bullet here and then this bullet here, it's going backwards in time. So instead of like the, the example, the first example they gave is like him picking it up off the, like making it float like telekinetically. It's like, no, don't think about picking it up. You have to think about dropping it in reverse. And that's how like it worked throughout the whole movie. And then it just got so confusing with like I don't know how spoilery you want to get into it, but it's like <laughs> I don't know who the bad guys were in the end, except for one dude, one obvious bad guy. Because they just started fighting themselves and shit from the future and going backwards and forwards in time and it was just <laughs> so confusing yeah somebody was telling me that it reminded me of like a or it reminded them of a of like a james bond movie but um like with time travel or something which yeah all, but which i mean that idea sounds interesting but then like when a few people i know have watched it and it's uh, and the way they describe it it sounds like it's like it's there's kind of more to it in certain ways like as far as like what actually happened like it seems like it's not i i mean it is it, like the plot involves time travel but it seems like it's less about like changing time and more about like what altering time can like what the, the kind of like uh repercussions that can come from that rather than traveling but like 
what happens like when you come back to the present or something like that i don't know maybe maybe i'm off base i i, don't watch <laughs> I wouldn't it, so. i wouldn't say it's like that at all yeah because okay. because it's like it's it's a movie it's because it is like you know the word ten it's because they're like converging like the, the, how the whole thing works is it just converges and back and like and then i i'm assuming like around the middle part everything you saw in the first half starts you know you start seeing it backwards technically and it's like it gets real confusing <laughs> <laughs> and i do see like the james bondy kind of thing because it was like you know there's you know big bad science type destruction of the world but it's it was to, uh it's the future the, the main pl- point of the bad guys was them in the future waging war against us in the past because of how we fucked up the the uh the past with you know fucking greenhouse gases or global warming and shit basically and all how we just screwed up everything so they want to kill us nice <laughs> excellent excellent I, I mean i i guess i'll have to see it to really judge for myself but it does I mean, have some really sweet action of course like really cool time not time travel because it's different than time travel per se yeah and like when you're in because he goes through it too when you go through it backwards you're technically like kind of running backwards it's like they explain like yeah, you're going to have to get your feet on you. You're going to be feeling instead of if you, when you're going forward, you're going to be feeling the wind on your back and stuff like that and it's mm, a lot okay. to a lot to, you know, wrap your head around. Yeah. All on, all on most Nolan films. Yeah. I I like when I I I mean, it's interesting cuz I mean, I tend to prefer when Nolan tones down his ambitions and and kind of keeps things a little bit simpler. Like I mean, he kind of became really popular once he started making the Batman movies because, like, folks who weren't really paying attention to him before that, suddenly they saw, oh, this guy can, you know, direct really well. And then they went back and watched, like, Memento and, um, you know, whatever, uh, The Prestige and stuff and saw that he could actually direct really well, too, and all this stuff. I love The Prestige, but I don't like how they went science fiction with it or he went science fiction with it you know yeah i've never really quite known how to feel about that ending like, yeah i love the uh, bail stuff but the jackman stuff was it yeah. was interesting until the end yeah i i would agree i i think at the end it started to kind of go a little bit too like a little too far you know with yeah. the whole mysticism and the whole concept and then yeah like you said when they went when they took the soul the whole like otherworldly kind of twist which i mean in a way i saw coming but at the same time it's like mm, it's kind of i kind of i did kind of see it coming when you know yeah. visited visited tesla and but yeah I was like, oh no please don't pull off some science fiction shit i like how you know they were doing it more grounded but yeah that's what clued me into. Yeah, still a good movie overall, of course. But. Yeah. <laughs> but as for Nolan, I, you know, as like, I mean, sure, Inception, Interstellar, stuff like that is, it's cool. It's really interesting to watch and think about. But like, it, I don't know. For me, I try not to think about those movies too much because, like, when I do, they start to kind of get a little silly. I actually prefer movie like his, like, 
I liked Following, like which was an early movie of his, and then I actually liked that remake of Insomnia. I liked Memento, and and I really liked um, Dunkirk a lot too. Like that's probably one of my favorite films of his. I like those films of his, you know, more than like Inception and even the Batman movies. Like I'm not super crazy about that. I like them, but I only not. liked The Dark Knight. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Dark Knight's really good. I think I, loved, I think most I, people agree that that was yeah. the best one. I loved Interstellar though. A lot of people hate it, but I loved it. I, I yeah. cried like a baby <laughs> during that one hour, yeah. like that scene. You know, the time jump. Yeah. Where to watch. I bawled my eyes out in the theater. I was like, "Oh shit, this is intense." Yeah. No, I loved Interstellar as well. It's just that's more the type of movie that I would rather just kind of. Um, I'd rather I'd rather just remember it the way it was. I don't really want to think about it too much because if yeah. I do, it's, I'm going to start finding problems with it. You oh, know? Plot, holes, I, plot holes galore, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed the experience of it so much that I just, I don't want to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I'm done. I, I was in that world for the two hours or however many. Right. You know, and I don't want to like, yeah. And But when the movie came out, everybody was like drawing these graphs, trying to explain the movie and all this. It's like, it's not that complicated. Like you just no. really have to kind of just be paying attention. That's pretty much it. Like if you're yeah. paying attention, if you're paying really close attention to the first 20 minutes of Interstellar, the movie's really not that hard to figure out, in my opinion. No. no. Like speaking of emotional shit though, uh, did you guys do you guys see Bo Burnham's new special on Netflix? No, not yet. Not yet. I'm I'm definitely going to though. It's so, so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing piece of artwork. Like because even because he does film like you know it's him alone filming the thing during quarantine and just how he's he's a genius that guy yeah. is just the goddamn genius of how he just filmed just s- simple stuff because he shows the background of it too of some of the things and he shows him getting frustrated a few little times of like mm. him screwing up <laughs> but wow it's just incredible like pure art yeah i remember him like as far back as like his youtube days yep i loved his for i was following him since then too yeah and he's been consistently really enjoyable to follow and then that movie eighth grade that he made was brilliant yeah and yeah i definitely am gonna watch that i just i know it's right re- i know it's on netflix i i'm just i'm not quite ready to watch it but i i'm almost there i'm getting there you know i just but i know it's gonna be like it's gonna probably take a lot out of me because i i know how he is you know he's mm-hmm. very like his energy is just very draining you know which is good i mean because you know I, I like his style and i like the way he presents himself but yep. his style but his style is really genuine though that's the thing oh, yeah. like, and it's hard to kind of it's hard sometimes it's a little hard to stomach (laughs) yeah i mean it's definitely emotional like movies i love the movies that make me feel stuff and that one definitely does because you captured quarantine and everything in a beautiful way yeah that's good um well let's see how about you i well okay so i mean you guys know how i love watching weird stuff um and you know, I'm always trying to find stuff that's like out there, you know, messed up and challenging and bizarre. And there was this one that people kept on bringing up on a few like uh, groups, Fried Berry, which is an Australian movie. Um, and so I watched that one and 
I I don't know. It didn't really blow me away, to be honest. Like I, everybody was saying that it was this crazy, weird, sick, bizarre movie, but I didn't really see what the big deal was. Like it's pretty much it's a, it's so like so yeah, it's an Australian movie, and it's about this guy who's he's like a drunk and he's a drug addict, and his family like he's married to this woman who's all gross and it's just this crazy situation of course it's another one of those type of misanthropic type of films and then he gets abducted by aliens and the oh actually probably the most shocking scene in the movie like happens after he gets abducted by the aliens they probe him which i'm not going to say i'm not going to spoil that scene but that was like pretty insane and then he gets brought back and he's a different person now because now like an yeah. alien has sort of taken over his body and is like living his life it, almost huh. like using his body as like an avatar kind of thing and so now so this alien is like living his life and, but he lives kind of an extreme lifestyle so like so there's like there's these there's actually a really cool scene where like he goes to a club and takes a bunch of like drugs and starts tripping out on the dance floor and there i liked all the weird scenes in the movie and there were like some a lot of them and there were moments where like some of the people that he was interacting with like you couldn't tell if they were actors or not but then like after about an hour 20 minutes i kind of got tired of it and then the ending was just stupid and i don't know i mean check it out if you want to but i wasn't really like that impressed with it personally like maybe like if you're the type of person who's never seen movies like that it's it's like something new but for me, it just seemed sort of try-hardy, I guess. Like, mm. sort of, I don't know, disconnected. I just wasn't into it. So, And then I watched um, Zack Snyder's new zombie movie, Army of the Dead. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah, that. I saw that one, too. Oh, okay. Well, like, what did you guys think of that? It wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way too long. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't really like it. It was just kind of, I don't know. It, like, was it just me or did it seem kind of badly shot? It was horribly yeah. shot. Dude, there's a, yeah. there's a dead pixel in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, their camera yeah. had a dead pixel and they fucking still used it. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he apparently used these really old lenses and stuff that if... he was so proud of. <laughs> but it made it look like trash because everything was, like, zoomed in. Yeah. Like in the background was just a blur. Like Yeah. Oh. Just not well yeah. shot at all. It was so zoomed in. And the CG was awful. Mhm. Yeah. I it I don't know. I Yeah, I would pretty much agree. Like it was I don't know. I I didn't mind the beginning of it so much. Like I thought, I mean, yeah. it was kind of dumb, but I thought like it could have gone in an interesting direction. But then it like, yeah, I don't know. Like I just, yeah. Well, I I don't know. I I wasn't really super interested in any of the stuff that was going on. The makeup didn't look good. I just, yeah, I don't know. Interesting, yeah, was, pretty weak movie. Yeah. I was gonna say interesting concept, but bad execution. Yeah, yeah. I was Agreed. mostly interested with the Tignataro stuff, how she replaced Chris D'Elia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that looks good. good, at least. Yeah, and she was good in it. Like, yeah. She so was why... good in it, and it did look good, but, like, she was kind of unnecessary. <laughs> like, yeah. 
And the lines were definitely lines were definitely written for Delia. Like, yeah, it sounded like right straight up Delia stuff. Did you guys yeah. uh, watch a comparison between that and Aliens? I've heard that. Yeah, that it was basically an Aliens ripoff. Yeah, I watched it side by side. It's like, oh shit! I didn't even realize how much they took mm. from it. Yeah, I definitely I'd... saw some shots of it, not like a full comparison type video or anything. But I didn't really think about that, but that makes sense actually. Now that you yeah, no, it. there were a lot of shots that were straight up one for one alien shots. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I mean. I guess I could see, I could see aliens. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Aliens, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I could see, like how that is cut, like particularly sort of in the last act with the whole like, just sort of the way it all kind of. It, it's like still, it's basically just like one giant chase scene at the end, you know. Which I don't know. It just seemed kind of like it, it just seems sort of uh, pointless, though. Ultimately, because like everybody they were trying to save either ended up dying or ended up being like, like ended up doing nothing. I, I don't know. I just too many characters, and like you said, it was too long. I don't know. I was I was I was pretty done with it after about forty minutes. And, yeah. Um, I, I I don't know what he was aiming for there. So, but. Anyway, so yeah, those are probably those are like the two things I can think of that I watched recently. Um, anyway, so yeah, I guess we'll get started with these movies. All right, all right. So, so the first one we were talking about was the one that you chose, right, Zach? Yep, and I chose Cool World mm. by Ralph Bakshi. Yeah, which is the only reason we're doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fritz the cat. Fritz the cat. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say though, this movie kind of made me feel more 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 dirty than Fritz the cat did. Like, this was a horny movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know the original pitch for this movie too? Was it supposed to be horror? It, it was supposed to be a hard R, but um, it was uh a human having sex with a cartoon and then the cartoon coming back to the real world to kill the father uh, that abandoned them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much more than that, but that's basically the elevator, the elevator pitch of the original hard R film they were going for. <laughs> there was like one. a, yeah, it was, yeah. The cartoon baby cartoon, human hybrid going for revenge on her father that abandoned him. Hmm. Yeah, I probably would have liked that a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure exactly what they were trying to go for with this one, like, because I mean, on one hand, it's sort of try. It has like there's a certain edge to it, but on the other hand, there's also sort of a certain like jokiness to it as well. So. I, which I'm fine with like them trying to kind of balance that out but I don't know this film it gets complicated do you want to try to explain the plot yeah I was going to read the wiki okay All right. in 1945 Las Vegas World War II veteran Frank Harris who's played by Brad Pitt 
returns to his mother and invites her to a ride on his new motorcycle. I thought this whole backstory is pointless, but <laughs> it was well, wild. It, I'm just I'm a bit confused by it because um like sure it explains why he wound up in Cool World. Yeah. And I think like, that sh- I think the reasoning should have been a backstory. Like he should have been already in Cool World and then Yeah. Later on and it then, tells how they got there. Yeah. I think that would make more sense and then they would act then they could try to explain that logic sort of you know once they cross that bridge but instead like they kind of start the movie off with this and then it jumps ahead and you're already confused because yeah. then Gabriel Burns character like well okay never mind I'm getting ahead of the plot. <laughs> okay go on uh, the, the two are involved in a traffic collision where Frank's mother dies Afterwards, Frank is transported to an alternate universe called The Cool World. In 1992, cartoonist Jack Deeds is serving a 10-year prison sentence for the murder of a man he found in bed with his wife. Oh, so that was one of my questions, was how long was he in jail for? It's, it's 10 years? Yeah, I didn't catch that at all. Yeah, it but... didn't <laughs> necessarily say that, like, I, that I got. Huh. I mean, I yeah, I. It was kind of vague with the details, <laughs> as though like, I mean, yeah. I, I, it was murder, right? Yeah, but, <laughs> ten years for murder. I don't know if that's a lot. <laughs> I think that's not that long. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, off easy. I bet it, like it's so, but it kind of it already like that's a question that's never answered, really. I mean, they they bring it up, but then it's like. Yeah, it's not an important plot point. It's yeah. ultimately <laughs> why, useless. Why bother even? Yeah. yeah. Just have him be a normal cartoonist. Why yeah. does he need to be in prison with this backstory? Right. Yeah. Because it doesn't come up after that. Yeah. Um, so, what were we saying about Gabriel Byrne and all that shit? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, he's in prison. Yeah. Yep. And he apparently has a pretty nice cell if he has like a whole cartoonist art board or work and you know the whole shebang. And it letting him have sharpened pencils and shit. Yeah. He's producing. Yeah. He's producing like he's producing that comic in jail. Yeah. Because really later on he goes to the comic book store and like there's like one sign it's a signed copy from his work in jail, even like of Cool World. So it's I don't know. Yeah, he's good. I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to profit off of work you do in jail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess in the world of this movie, in, in the cool world of this movie, yeah. not the literal cool world, but just the world that is cool outside of the cool world, you can use sharpened pencils in jail cells. <laughs> yeah, while you're in for murder. Yeah. yeah, interestingly, yeah. Uh, I just had a funny thought of like Gabriel Byrne starring in uh, Con Air. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I just had a funny thought about that. Anyway, go on. Sorry. Uh, during his sentence, he has visions of Cool World and the femme fatale Hollywood, who seems to beckon him. Jack spends his sentence creating a series of comics based on his visions 
Meanwhile, Frank has become a detective in Cool World and keeps his eye on Holly to ensure that the two dimensions do not intertwine. Shortly after his release from prison, Jack is transported into Cool World and smuggled into a local nightclub by Holly and her henchman, the Goons. Yeah. Okay. uh, What's confusing about Pitt's character, the detective, is that he's basically, his only job is to make sure that, you know, humanoids... (laughs) Yeah. No, noids yeah. don't, don't have sex with doodles <laughs> and he seems to be the only noid there in that yeah. world so. yeah. and apparently he really sucks at doing that job because yeah. I mean I'm guess what the movie's about ultimately yeah. yes. spoilers it's about a human being who has sex with the cartoon character yeah you couldn't couldn't do the one thing he had to do which yeah. i'm confused with because he's the only one there right i don't know how many yeah pe- they mention i guess sometimes noids come through but like they never directly say it i mean yeah. i th- I feel like at one point wasn't there a line though where brad pitt said something like you're the first noid i've seen in like some period of time i don't even i don't know maybe i'm like Maybe I, it's just something I thought he said or misremembered. Yeah, no. or I, I think he said that and then mentioned another time annoyed was there. Okay. Yeah. Is it like purgatory? I'm guessing. I mean, who knows? He could have died on that motorcycle accident. That's yeah. yeah. That's what I was expecting at the end. I'm like, all right, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and then he wakes up and. <laughs> His mom is like, oh, oh, you got to be slow down. <laughs> uh, you would have hated that. That would have, like, that would have killed this movie for you if it had ended that way. Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except without the drugs. Mm. Oh, and by the way, Cool World sucks. Can I just say, like, I, I wouldn't want to live in this place because no. everybody's mutilating each other. Yeah. Just <laughs> it's the wackiest dirty. part of cartoons you could think of. That's just yeah. happening all the time. Yep. In the yeah. foreground and the background. <laughs> yeah. Some of those are like, is this, what's going on here? Like the, the, the white ones that kept floating across those weird white yeah. ones. Like yeah. they didn't acknowledge them ever. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the characters are just talking and then, like on the lower third, they're just like cartoons beating the crap out of each other. And they're yeah. not even acknowledging it. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds. I mean, there's that weird sort of badger that's shanking that dog. Like, that's like one of the first things, like, in sight. It's like one of the first sights of Cool World. And it only gets worse from there, you know? It's like <laughs> as it goes along, they're like fist fighting, blowing each other up with bazookas, running each other over. You know, like curve stomping, all that crazy stuff. It's just nothing but people beating each other up, anthropomorphic sort of like whatevers. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, not a good place. You know, kind of, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate that Brad Pitt's only job is to prevent people from having sex because um, I think that there's a bigger problem. I mean, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe not as far as the whole universe is concerned, but. Um, <laughs> Right. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, Frank aggressively confronts Jack, explaining that Cool World has existed long before he created the comic series. He also informs Jack that his fountain pen is lethal and warns the, warns him that sexual intercourse between noids and doodles is forbidden, as this can break the fabric between both dimensions. Uh, despite this, Frank himself is in love with the doodle Lynette, but limits himself to platonic advances. Holly later seduces and makes love to Jack, which, oh, this jumps a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk, <laughs> can we quickly talk about Brad Pitt's character a little bit more, like with his love interest? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What a fucking hypocrite. Like, for right. real? <laughs> yeah. He has one job. And not only can he not do his job, but he alone breaks the law. Like, well, he never has sex I with mean, her. Well, that's true. He doesn't. But I mean, she wants to. That's true. But he shouldn't even be in a relationship with her if, like, there's even the risk that because if sex between a human being and annoyed can break the fabric of reality, um, I mean, you're kind of playing yeah. with fire if you're flirting true. with this, you know, busty attractive looking animated right. lady sprite <laughs> yeah but we, they could do other stuff you know that's true <laughs> you don't have to have any insertion i guess <laughs> yeah they can do everything except for intercourse you know <laughs> finger yeah. stuff butts well i don't know about butt stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, they didn't um, get into those specifics, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. mutual yeah. masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, who knows? I mean, as long as you avoid like doing whatever it is that causes whatever it is that ends up happening there at the end, like, I mean, we'll get to that. But oh man, I have some questions. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, and then okay, so her character thoughts i mean i thought she was a hooker at first when he first met her because she was like on the street and then he took her up to her room or their room or whatever i thought they were i don't know yeah it turns out this is just a normal way that people dress in the (laughs) world of cool world they dress like they're you know looking to make some money so to speak she was on the corner too (laughs) it's not like she was (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the film sort of sets her up as if she's like a, you know, like a like a streetwalker or like a prostitute or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it kind of reminds me of that movie Element of Crime where <clears throat> there's that one female character in the entire movie and she happens to be an Asian prostitute. And that's pretty much the only thing she does in the entire movie. And she's the love interest. It's like, okay, now you're really pushing the noir aesthetic or the neo-noir aesthetic, whatever the heck, I don't know. But yeah, this movie kind of does the same sort of thing with her character. Yeah. Uh, Holly then secretly steals Jack's pen, which he uses to entrap Frank's partner Nails the spider when he attempts to stop her. Jack and Holly leave for Earth, where Holly finds herself experiencing real sensations. Due to the damaged interdimensional fabric, Jack and Holly spontaneously flicker in between their doodle and noid forms, even though it was like different, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and ask like, why was she a clown 
I don't know. I was yeah. wondering that too. Kim Bassinger. Yeah, like I was kind of like wondering what the heck. I mean, I've watched this movie a few times and I still really can't quite piece together the ending. Like, what, like once Gabriel Byrne has sex with the Kim Basinger character and, you know, the, she turns into a real person. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. There's so much that happens that. And Nicole Kidman shows up. And she's unrecognizable. Like, Who's she? She's a neighbor lady who ends up like pretty much helping Gable Burns' character. She, oh, yeah, that was Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, she's totally unrecognizable in this movie. You know, it's it's really strange, but yeah, that believe it or not, that's her. You know, if you listen to her voice, you can you can hear it. You know, you, you, you just kind of have to listen carefully. She doesn't even really say very much in this movie. You know, like she has like one line here and one line there. So you got to listen carefully. But... They were very concerned neighbors, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do they know who that he was, a, you know, a murderer? <laughs> like <laughs> just hopping in his house, wondering if he's OK. Yeah. I mean, maybe he's that's why they were looking in his house. <laughs> I think they just overlook that and it's like, oh, he makes comics. Not yeah. the murderer part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, yeah he why, why did but... he have to do that? <laughs> why was that in the movie? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's so strange. I, I, I don't know. It, it was, it, the thing is, it's such a weird detail to add into a movie like this and not explore, you know? It's like the yeah. whole breast cancer thing in the room, you know? Like, why bring it up if you're not even going to like go into detail about it <laughs> you know it's just such a superfluous detail that just but it's murder that's the thing it's like okay well can we hear more it's like no nope, yeah i was waiting sorry. for it to like come back into play later I on but you know i wonder like how much of it was maybe the old script that they were thinking of like yeah that's why like the daughter was going back to murder or he abandoned them because he got I don't know caught murdering and there's just a bit of a script that was left in from the old first draft yeah I wondered the same thing I <clears throat> I couldn't really make heads or tails it just I don't know I it's possible that it was like leftover sort of plot details that I don't know, or maybe a deleted seat. Like I don't. Somebody had to have asked on set at some point. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I heard there was lots of production shit that went down. Like, oh. uh, like apparently Ralph Bakshi or whatever. He punched one of the producers in the face. During it. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. So I guess yeah. Let's 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 get into the ending here. Let's see. Uh, while contemplating their situation, Holly tells Jack about the spike of power, an artifact which was the cause of Frank being transported into Cool World and placed on top of the Union Plaza Hotel by a doodle who crossed into the real world, uh, and admits she wants to use it to remain in her noid form permanently. When Jack displays skepticism about the idea, Holly abandons Jack to search for the spike on her own. 
Uh, Frank learns <clears throat> what has happened and returns to the real world where he teams up with Jack in a bid to stop Holly. They arrive at the hotel and climb to the roof where Holly kills Frank by pushing him off the building and seizes the spike. Okay, so Brad Pitt's character is dead. Yeah, he fell real far. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised like he wasn't a pancake. <laughs> yeah. There's just a little blood. bit of blood off the top of his head, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a little blood trail when he fell he pretty cool. far. <laughs> yeah, he looked surprisingly unbroken, you know. Like 30 or 40 stories. <laughs> just goes to show you Brad Pitt is so, he's, he's so good looking that even if you throw him off a cliff, he still won't damage his good looks. <laughs> yeah. You'll kill him. <laughs> yeah. But you won't damage his face. I mean, he looked more damaged coming back to the real world, like you know when he landed into the artist, uh, yeah, I the artist house. He had like a scar on his face. His clothes were a bit ruined and was bleeding. Yeah, shit. But when he fell off the building, there was just blood on the sidewalk and all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, well, I guess he's dead. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were going to somehow bring him back to life with the pencil. Because pen. right after he fell, the pen also dropped. Yeah. Just broke and left. Yeah, the, that, that ultimately didn't really do much either. They made yeah, a the deal whole out of the pen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, she like, sucks a couple people up and that's it. It's like, okay. Yeah. And and I didn't get, is it bad? Like, because Pitt uh, like, says to Nails when he's explaining, this is a weapon here. He shoots some shit into his drink and then Nails just drinks it up and nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I thought that was a bad thing. Wasn't that poison or something? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Whatever. Yeah. Did they ever yeah. did they ever get him out of the pen? I forget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the when the pen falls, it breaks open and he climbs out. Okay, yeah. so it's like a pokeball, <laughs> yes. pretty much. Yeah, exactly. A multitude of, and also oh. before, the pen also didn't work on the doc, doc, whatever his name is, the same way it worked on nails. Yeah, because she used it on him, and he just exploded into oh bits yeah, and didn't get sucked into it. And they put them back together. Yeah, <laughs> which is that's kind of a miracle, you know. Multi-use weapon, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> no rules in Cool World. Yeah, I guess it not. It really isn't. <laughs> Can I also just say that I hated every single character in this movie? Like, I just, I, I found them all obnoxious. I yeah. found them all. I found them all to be hypocrites. Not a single character was likable. I, I like if they had all died at the end, I wouldn't have cared. I know? honestly didn't mind um, Jack, whatever the main, the uh, cartoonist. Gable Burns. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mind him. I thought he was going to be the big bad, but it turns out uh, Hollywood was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. I mean, he didn't have much of redeeming the, qualities, but like, I mean, in a way, he's kind of the villain. In a way, like, you I mean, I don't know. I guess there, there aren't really any villains or heroes in this movie. Like, the main character is Tim Basinger character, but then she's a shitty too. It's like I think she's the villain. 
Yeah, I mean, I uh, guess she is ultimately, in the end. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she does cause like this multi, like interdimensional mayhem. So. Gabriel yeah, Byrne which, just wants to fuck a cartoon. A cartoon <laughs> yeah. he drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that's a new level of narcissism. You know, like you, not only do you love yourself, but you love everything you create. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this movie actually kind of reminded me, though, of um, the uh, that Brendan Fraser movie, uh, Monkey Bone. Like, yeah. You guys ever see that one? Yeah. I haven't. This reminds um, this reminded me a lot of that. You know, like that film, I mean that film isn't really like that film, that movie's like pretty bad too, but I felt like that film's logic sort of it made more sense than this film's logic did, but it sort of had like si- like similar sort of just like strange odd confusing like weird sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. hard to describe unless you've seen it. But, oh, yeah. I mean, the title "Monkey Bone" should give you a clue. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I almost watched it after Cool World, actually. But oh. yeah, I took a nap instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting movie. It had some strange designs. It just, but it is like kind of a headache too. So. Chris Kattan's pretty funny in it. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he was also in Food Fight. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh my God, he was. Yes. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll 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 talk about that in time. But <clears throat> anyway. All right. Uh, a multitude of monstrous doodles begin pouring into the real world and transform many noids in the city into doodles. The spike also. Spike also transforms Jack into a superhero-like doodle who returns the Spike to its rightful place, trapping Holly and invading doodles back into Cool World. Uh, While arriving here the same way with a result of restoring the balance between the two dimensions. Yeah, I mean, I... It all happened so fast that it was just like a blur. I mean... Yeah. Mm, I just I saw a lot of sh- a lot of stuff happening. It's a very busy movie, by the way. Like very very busy. Yeah, especially the third act. Yeah. Um, I saw a lot of stuff happening, but I absorbed pretty much almost none of it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I mean, they, I feel like. Oh, go on. As you said, the spike thing should have been more of a thing like throughout the movie to build up to the ending but no it's just like yeah. or explained at all yeah <laughs> yeah that's the thing like it, it's over an hour into the movie it, like gabriel burns already done having sex with the kim basinger animated girl the and then suddenly they're like oh there's this spike thing and then suddenly it just becomes the center of the entire plot basically and that's what the movie is just suddenly about it just kind of is i don't know yeah like you said it just happens out of nowhere yeah so. uh, and oh, there's like a weird monster thing i mean i don't know like i, I, I yeah anyway <laughs> sorry <laughs> no, <it's all> <laughs> uh, nails having been freed from the pen 
in the ensuing chaos brings Frank's body back to Cool World. As Lynette mourns him, she finds out from Nails that Holly was briefly in her doodle form when she killed Frank and explains that when a Noid is killed by a doodle, the Noid is reborn in Cool World as a doodle. Sure enough, Frank is then revived as a doodle, allowing him to continue his relationship with Lynette. Meanwhile, Jack, who is still in his doodle form, and Holly are last seen as Jack begins planning their new life together, much to the dismay of Hollywood. It just seemed like they wanted to just decide, like they wanted to have a happy ending just for the Mm -hmm. sake of having a happy ending. Mm -hmm. That wasn't explained at all until that last minute. (laughs) So wait, what happened with Jack and Holly? I didn't, I don't remember that. They live happily ever after too. It's uh, planning their new life together. But just oh. that the last scene of them was like him like, oh, we could put a house oh, here. Oh, right. Right, yeah. right. I remember that dumb shit, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's happy because everybody's animated. I mean, that's more or less how the movie ends. Even though it looks like a pure hellscape to be <laughs> occupying. Which is interesting because, you know, Pitt could have gone back anytime gone back to the real world because he felt like there's a there's a line where he's like yeah me and this other i don't know if it was the doc or whatever we found a portal that we can we can go back whenever we want and stuff but it seems like the trauma of him and his mother dying (laughs) you know yeah because at the beginning he like thought he was tripping out like oh you're a cartoon Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah doing the brad pitt like stoner style like <laughs> yeah. that's true romance <laughs> yeah yeah um that was strange that they decided to bring that up like that he could have gone back like because then it kind of made you like wonder what brad pitt's true motivation was you know and it just trauma i think is like i he didn't want to go back to face <clears throat> reality like, I guess he, 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 he been mentioned nice. like one of the things he was saying when he was telling Holly that it's not good over there it was like it's bad there's crime there's war like he just like mentioned war and shit like war death it's you don't want to go over there it's crappy he had a little line to try and keep her from doing what she wanted yeah, did they yeah. even like, did he even have a reaction from seeing the time difference? Like, he went from 1945 to 1992. That's quite a jump in time, and he didn't he, really react to it. No, but he, he was no aware. Problem. He was aware, at least, that 50 years had passed. So I'm assuming he was like, oh, yeah, this is new shit. <laughs> Whatever. He was, def- he was definitely aware, but he had no problem readjusting. That's the thing that was sort of strange. You know, you get this guy from, you know, 1945 who's a veteran having like getting transported to the ninth circle of hell and then coming back 50 years later. Yeah. Like, Cause like, I think that like the drunk drivers in the beginning, when that was like the first casino probably in La Vegas yeah. that we were yeah. coming shit faced out of. Yeah. Which by the way, that car accident I thought was kind of funny. Like I felt so <laughs> yeah. bad for laughing at it, but it's, I don't know. It wasn't very convincing. Like it was like weirdly edited. You know, you got these crazy kids out of control and then suddenly, and he's driving and you don't really see any, much of a, like you see one and then the other and then there's suddenly a crash and that's it. Like, just 
and it just struck me as funny for some reason. Yeah, and he's uh, having PTSD, like war flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't happen any other time. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, I thought that was going to be a plot point, too, because they had to make a point to show it. But <clears throat> no. Nope. You were duped. Yep. I was also <laughs> duped by how animated this was. I thought it was going to be way more animated. Mm. But, like, even the sets weren't animated. They're, like... yeah cardboard cutouts or just painted. yeah yeah i didn't remember it looking so hokey like i remembered it looking hokey but i didn't remember it looking that hokey you know and also like I-, I get where you're coming from about the animation because like uh yeah they're really there i'd say probably maybe about like 30 minutes worth of animation in this movie total ultimately maybe 40 if I'm like being generous, like if I include the scenes, like the just the really awkward shots where an animated character and a human character are standing side by side, I mean, it, like it's distracting, especially like when somebody like touches the other, like it. Just, yeah, it just, like it, every now and then, Brad, you know, Brad Piddle, you know, put his arm around his girlfriend, or you know. <laughs> arms on her shoulder yeah. her shoulder to comfort her or something yes yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it looked weird like yeah 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 um yeah the movie you know kind of sucks but i love the soundtrack i gotta say i was actually listening to that this morning like i was jamming to it it's got it's got some good songs on it actually like in fact, I'd even say maybe most of the songs on it are good. And, you know, unfortunately, it's the type of soundtrack where, like, in the movie, they a lot of the songs on it, they only play for maybe about five to ten seconds here and there, and that's it, you know? And so then you listen to the soundtrack, and it's like, what the heck? I don't remember this song in the movie. You know, I don't remember this song in the movie. It's that kind of soundtrack. But there's some good industrial music. There's a good, some good electronic music. There's, like, movie, ministry, uh, Eno, uh, Bowie. I mean, it, there's quite a bit on there. I and, didn't uh, notice the soundtrack at all. <laughs> yeah, like the soundtrack is solid. I gotta say, and uh, I, like you probably didn't notice it, but I, I don't know. There, there were there were some memorable parts, you know, to me. Like uh, I, to me, it was a memorable enough soundtrack that I list that I listened to it on its own, you know, separate from the movie. So the soundtrack, I would give a five out of five to, you know, the movie itself, probably one, because I didn't really <laughs> enjoy it very much. And I've watched it a few times and I've never really enjoyed it. I enjoy rewatching it. I enjoy hating on it, but I've just never really enjoyed actually watching it like as a movie, like to get involved with, you know, it's a really uh, aggressive, strange experience. Although... I gotta say, it's probably it was probably the easiest time I had watching of the three movies we're talking about in this <laughs> podcast. This was probably the easiest one for me to sit through. So yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's why I gave it a two. <laughs> yeah, cool, yeah. cool. I think I'd give it a two myself. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, excellent. And did I you mean- know Frank Sinatra Jr. was in it too? <laughs> Oh, interesting. I, I didn't catch that, but yeah, he was. It was somewhere where when she was 
when they went to that club and she started singing yeah at the end she was one of just kind of there he was one of the guys there she was singing to oh yeah. was that it okay yeah <clears throat> yeah kind of a throwaway cameo in a way yeah although he oh, yeah. I, although i remember he's on screen for at least more than a few seconds like you know like i do recall a few shots like where you could specific like you could like where you could tell his face was in focus like the film really wanted you to see what he looked like which like when i was watching it it struck me as weird because it's like i'm trying to pay attention <laughs> to the main plot and then this fucking guy shows up and is like doing his thing at this <laughs> yeah Vegas that, that's like a, a cameo that if you don't name call him you're not yeah. gonna um, know yeah yeah it's like who the hell is it frank sinatra frank sinatra jr like okay <laughs> <laughs> whoever that is yeah that someone I, I wouldn't recognize their face but say the name sure yeah. Yeah. Oh man. <clears throat> but yeah, cool world. I mean, I don't know. It's not the worst movie of its kind I've ever seen. Like, I still would have to say Fred Olin Ray's um, uh, Evil Tunes. E- evil, yeah, Evil Tunes. I'd have to say that was. I almost far picked worse. that one too. <laughs> <laughs> that was my other choice, other than Cool, cool World. <laughs> Ah, all right, all right. Dude, that one well, looks less animated than this one did, so that's why I chose this one instead. Yeah, you you chose correctly because this was definitely more. That one is not very. There's not very much animation in it at all. So, and then if you really, really want to get to like dig like the bottom of the barrel, there was um some crappy. I think it was like put out by like like brain damage productions actually it was like some kind of really cheap looking like i don't even think it was animated it was like i don't know some stupid like green screen type i i, I can't even describe it like and i don't even remember the name of it that's how much like i was that's how disinterested in it i was you know so i didn't watch it but i just like looked up like a review of it or something and i was like oh no thanks <laughs> <laughs> anyway but i guess i guess we're going to talk about mine the one i chose now or try to talk about it at least um okay good luck you know, yeah i mean i we'll see but it's immortal at at i'm still i i know it's latin i've, I've gathered that much ad vitum ad vitum i think that's the name ad vitum i think that's how you pronounce it that's good to me. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, so this movie is kind of noteworthy because it was an early sort of um, example of a movie where it was shot like pretty much on a green screen. Um, it, like this kind of came out around the same time as like Sky Captain and Sin City and like Cassern and. I think there was something else too. I'm not sure which movie came first, but this movie sort of came out sort of in that, like for whatever reason, a bunch of filmmakers all decided to have the same idea at once and shoot a movie on a green screen. And all four films, in my opinion, the results are very mixed, but you know, it is an interesting example example of, of like an early attempt to do something that is like, I'd say more commonplace these days. Um, because nowadays with Hollywood, like you almost can't even tell when a movie is shot on a green screen and when it isn't. So it's become so normal. But anyway, <clears throat> so to describe this plot, um, 
Okay, so there's, so it takes place in, in some sort of quasi-dystopian kind of state. Um, yeah, apparently it was New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't catch that. But. Yeah, yeah, I did. It was, because there was Central Park was like in a That's winter true. of some yeah. sort. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. So this is, okay, so this is 2095, I think, New York, something like yeah. that. <clears throat> and um let's see so okay so it takes place in sort of this point in time where a lot of people are getting like these adjustments on their face which it, they're like these sort of nano adjustments that somehow work in some digital artificial like it's some kind of artificial surgical type stuff which the movie does something kind of clever and sort of di- shows like the differentiate like it differentiates between people who've you know had these artificial alterations and people who haven't and the people who haven't it's pretty obvious because those are the only characters that are played by actual actors and yeah. there's not very many of them in this movie but there's enough you know so there's um, only like three right <laughs> I mean, I there were three, yeah, there were at least three, like the three, I'd say main, like three of the main characters were, but I, there was also some other lady, I feel like early on, or maybe not, I, I don't know, me, the thing is, like, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to tell, like, who's artificial and who isn't, because, like, the CGI is pretty poor, um, although I do feel like the film, at least, I'll give it credit for at least pointing out that, like, a lot of the people who have these alterations, don't really like the way they look afterward you know like at one point the girl gets gets up in the chair and she like looks in the mirror or whatever and she like doesn't really say anything and it's kind of implied that like these permanent digital alterations like that nobody really likes them but everybody's getting them for some reason i don't know i mean i think the movie was trying was a little (laughs) high-minded um i think it was operating at a level that was sort of either above me or very far removed from the way I think, because um, I mean, we're talking about a movie that's like exploring concepts of like, like mythology and how, and like immortality, I think. I mean, so there's like this God or, well, I guess he's a demigod, but he's, he's got like this eagle head thing. He's like a naked dude and Horus. comes down. Mm, yeah. Horus. <laughs> Horus, yeah. And I guess he wants to, his goal is to use, is to find a, like a suitable uterus to extend his, his bloodline, Um, which, I mean, it's kind of briefly sort of mentioned, but it's not really extensively delved into. And he's supposed to be some kind of like really powerful, I mean, he's powerful enough to possess people and he finds this weirdly this weird dude on the subway tracks who he's like missing a leg and he's saying something about how like oh to be splayed out like a woman or something like he says the funniest shit i was actually laughing like i will i'll give this movie some more credit because there is some wit like i laughed at some of like the dialogue in this movie some of it's so vulgar that it's hilarious <laughs> like well there was a one that one part where like um one of the real people is like arguing with an animated dude and the animated dude is like go fuck yourself and she's like oh you wish 
and it was like <laughs> stuff like that. It was just like okay. <laughs> um. Oh, and then there's like this blue-haired chick who, um. I mean, I guess she's supposed to be some sort of like advanced being because she's not quite human, but she is like partially she's human, turning she's human. Like, yeah, she's turning like human. The, That's right. The drugs she was get taking were turning her human. Yeah. Oh, was she before, like half alien or something, or am I just making that up? I think there were aliens at least <clears throat> of some sort. She, I mean, it was sort of established that she she ha- she was otherworldly. So yeah, I would say she was an alien. Although I think she was an alien from a different dimension, rather yeah, than from a different I, universe. I was confused with that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, there was a scene where like she goes to another dimension, like, and it's it looks like space. But then later on in the movie, somebody says, like, "Oh, from space," and she says, "No, from here." Just not like where not in your realm or something like she says a lot of the dialogue in this movie is strange you know and kind of cryptic you know people don't really say things very normally in this movie some of it's kind of obscure Mm -hmm. um it was for a french movie but oh yeah it is a french movie so maybe maybe there's some lost in translation a little bit yeah, I mean, it, it. French movies tend to be pretty like bizarre and offbeat in some way, and this movie definitely was that. And like, you want to talk about like a movie that's really horny, like Cool World was. This movie was the opposite of horny. This movie was very like R-wordy. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know how else to say it, and uh, at least on this chat or on this platform, but. Um, there, yeah, Horace, like, he can't just have normal intercourse. It has to be, like, this complicated, like, as soon as he possesses the guy, he's, like, ready to go right away. He doesn't want to waste any time extending his bloodline, I guess, because he only has, like, some limited amount of time to live. And, uh, so, yeah, so the movie goes into those kind of details, and she has sort of, uh, strange thing going on with this guy who she really like I mean I'm really not quite sure why they like hang out because like the first time he meet I mean am I wrong the first time they meet he basically like manipulates her and then like it takes advantage you know and then when he confronts Horace about it Horace is like oh I'm a god I can do whatever I want and then the guy's like, well, that's a shitty attitude to have. I don't want to do that. And he's like, well, you're too bad because I'm going to make you do it anyway because I can make you do yep. whatever I want. Yep. So he does that. Because um, he replaces his leg, too, with you know a piece of train track. And he's like, you're not going to be able to walk unless I help you. Yeah. Shit out of luck, buddy. <laughs> he's got a pretty raw deal, you know, because it's like he could have just left him stranded in the subway you know missing his he, leg or whatever you know? he needed him though that was part of the thing because he was fro- so that character was mm. frozen in time for he was some type of protester like what i gathered was he was like you know protesting for equal rights for aliens okay so he was and they said oh we don't like like the bad guys like the 
the fat CGI guy and the Asian CGI lady <clears throat> were like, well, why didn't, why didn't you just kill him back then? And then he's like, what? So he could be a martyr? No, well, we froze him for 30 years. So they yeah. just froze him and he was frozen for 30 years. Except mm. so- somehow he got broken out and Horace was like, yeah, you're the only one that I can actually inhibit now. Yeah. Because of what I'm assuming it was because of all these genetic alterations that are going on. Horace yeah. couldn't, couldn't actually inhibit other people. But since he was yeah. from 30 years ago, he could use him. <clears throat> yeah, he, he couldn't inhabit anybody who had modified DNA, I think is is like, I, I feel like that was said at one point. Maybe he said it, I'm not sure. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and also, yeah, the stuff about the aliens makes sense because like there was the reference to like how the battle for equal rights was lost or whatever because like, the aliens like this is idea that the aliens can coexist with human beings but it's just inadequate like it just doesn't like socially that's just not it just doesn't work and so there's that sort of aspect like that they're trying to kind of weed out the aliens so to speak and that's also why she's kind of taking becoming human because like that part has to be eradicated like the whole alien genome element has to be eradicated basically is what mm-hmm. is going on in this society so yeah lots of tragic characters um some of the animation is 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 an eyesore although um little did i know that we were just getting started <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah, i compared these ones to uh, a ps2 cutscene. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah i could see yeah that. i'd say i would agree like these were i mean they're not the worst effect they're not the. it's not the worst animation i've ever seen like there were some moments that i didn't that i thought looked all right like some of the cityscapes had some imaginative qualities and even though the people looked like garbage i i still sort of appreciated like the fact that like the movie sort of like knew that they looked like garbage like there's that one lady with the face that literally just looked like a triangle and she was just like hey and she like she wasn't talking right and and she just looked bad like she was barely even moving her mouth you know i just thought that was funny i think one of i think the worst example of animation in this movie is with horace actually and not so much in the design of the character but just in the fact that he talks and his face is just like solid like it's his just like his yeah his neck moved when he was talking like yeah it moved like a little bit it was weird it, yeah yeah it was a little distracting you know i did have to rewind a couple times because i i wasn't paying attention to the, to the dialogue and unfortunately this is the type of movie where you actually do have to be paying attention to the dialogue because if you if you miss like even the most minute thing it's like wait what what's going on like i don't even have a clue let's see um eventually things come to a head it becomes sort of a dire situation at the end where she's like because there's that pyramid thing and then she i mean there's a chase scene on on like with the rail car involving the the dude who's like the horace avatar and 
what's her name? Jill, I think her name was. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. There's um and and they're, you know eventually oh yeah. They're being chased by like a blood hammerhead shark. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and also there was that weird red thing like. That, yeah. I actually kind of thought that looked kind of kind of cool in a cheesy, shitty, like campy kind of way. Right. You know, there is no match for Horace. He just like kind of looked at him and melted them with his laser eyes. <laughs> <was like>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ending of the movie. So the climax. Spoilers. So Horace, you know, catches up because she gets more or less brought on board against her will. And then he catches up, pretty much annihilates everybody. Um, I mean, I don't really know how else to describe it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then there's a happy ending. It's implied that she's pregnant. Oh no, actually, it doesn't imply that she's pregnant. It's pre- it's implied that she's already given birth. Is that was, that the, was that the bird? That, that bird? She gave birth to the bird. Yeah, that was it. It's a beautiful movie. (laughs) So weird. It was a weird one. Yeah. Um, I was in the mood for it, so I ended up digging it. But I mean, I'm not gonna say it was good. Yeah, I I made the mistake of getting high for this one. Oh. Oh no. It made it more confusing. <laughs> oh, so sorry. <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> I mean, was it fun at least? Or... Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Good. Well, I don't know. Do either of you have any thoughts you want to share about it overall? Like... Um, why were they playing Monopoly? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Fucking that pyramid. <laughs> silly. <yeah. laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That was weird. And then there was that part where, like, she was walking through that hallway, and it was like, I don't know if they were like frames of like other people's like lives or something like, or videos or something. Like, there was all these videos of like old clips, old movies and stuff. And like, mm. I don't know. There's, there's, there were a lot of like strange shots and scenes of characters wandering into weird locations and just strange music which like actually like the music on the dvd player or on the on the blue on the menu like like after the movie was over i was like sitting back reading it and the music was playing in the background it's just it kind of starts sketching me out like i don't know the music in this movie is kind of (laughs) creepy kind of a creepy movie (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it is. It's very perverted, honestly. I wouldn't recommend it to people who are who don't want to watch weird sex stuff. You know, yeah, and like, yeah. like all the bleak colors just make it worse and feel kind of gross a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Although, I mean, I and it's based. Okay, so it's another blueberry situation. It's based on a graphic novel. And you know, so after yeah. I watched the movie, I kind of like looked up, looked up the graphic novel, and like the movie actually like it actually does kind of like like as far as the like the color palette and stuff, it it I think it was kind of trying to 
look like the graphic novel. The thing is, cinematically, it sort of looks unappealing. So, like you said, it is pretty bleak. A lot of gray, a lot of like dusty blue. Mm, yeah. Wondering if it looked okay back in 2004, but I don't know. Yeah. I would say that this looked. I mean, maybe you'll think I'm crazy, but I would have to say I actually would have to. I, I would. I I prefer the animation in this to the animation in Sky Captain, um, because even though the Sky Captain animations had were more detailed, they were also a lot more repetitive. And with this one, there was there was more variety to the visuals. Like there was more to look at. Um, a lot of it didn't really look appealing, but there was still more to look at, you know? Like there was that part where like she has those, she's like wandering around and there's like, it's all snowy and there's those penguins. And I don't know, it's like, I, I thought some of, there were some interesting little visual things going on here and there, even if the plot and the story and the characters didn't really like add up to anything super groundbreaking or anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. what would you give it mm, I guess I'd probably give it like um, probably a two I, I'll be fair like I, I I didn't mind it so much I I heard it was bad I was expecting it to be bad and like it was bad but it wasn't that bad to me it was, it was like, interesting more than yeah. anything yeah definitely I gave it a one and a half. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. I was I was gonna give it a one and a half as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it was weird enough that I dug it, but certainly not for everyone. I'd say. Yep. Yep. And speaking of not for everyone, <laughs> this is just for no one. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely nobody. Uh, my choice. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a uh, an animated movie. Yeah. And you're allowed, to, but you're allowed to pronounce the title exactly the way it's spelled too, if you want. Food fight. <laughs> well, but there's an exclamation. Yeah. Food fight. Yeah, the movie's called. <laughs> Food fight! <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is, so it's real. What compelled you to, I mean, I, all right, yeah, what compelled you to choose this one? I have to know. I don't really remember. I just <laughs> heard about it. I definitely heard about it on, I don't know, a YouTube or a podcast or something. It was, I think it was a choice on, uh, some some red, red letter media maybe wheel of the worst mm. it never got picked but it was there okay i very well could have been it for sure yeah <laughs> mm. and okay. i definitely have seen like bits of it then because i remember the dancing raisins seeing like that <laughs> as maybe like a meme or something okay i remember that at least um so this movie the general plot is it's like a Toy Story-esque world where uh, but set in a grocery store uh, where at night 
all the Ikes. <laughs> they call them Ikes. But the icons, basically, the uh, what, what do we call them? Just like the the characters the, of what, like brand mascot. Yeah, the yeah, brand mascots of everything. Basically, brand mascots. This was a giant commercial, pretty much. Yeah, can we talk about the cover? Oh God! <laughs> what in the world? Like yeah. they are like barely cameos, but That's makes yeah. them seem like they're going to be the main characters. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that tuna thing was barely in it. The main character didn't even look to be on that cover. Oh, he's barely there. Are you talking about the the dog oh, thing? Way like in the, the guy back. Looked, yeah. Like the guy who looked kind of like like a little bit like like a deformed McGruff. Yeah. The, all of them looked pretty deformed. <laughs> yeah, was, to say the least. The human. I mean. Uh, uh, where to I mean so yeah uh, grocery store toy mm. story esque be- <laughs> they're not supposed to be around during the daytime because humans what and what not they, yeah. come to, like, they come to the whole grocery store turns into a city too it's not like they're hanging out in the shelves and stuff like <clears throat> at night mm. the grocery store transforms into some type of food city yeah, it it literally just fades to city world. Yeah, so that's the main plot. But the thing about this is the animation is the worst I think I have ever seen in any type of CGI. Like even yeah. early CGI stuff that I can't remember like when CGI started popping. I mean, with Toy Story, it was probably... But it's hard to compare that with a Pixar. Like, yeah. I, I compared it to... Uh bowling alley animations <laughs> yes there you go yeah <laughs> you know that's a good I, one. I i would compare it to bowling alley animations except i would have to say that like out of all the bowling alley animations i've seen in my life like this didn't even <laughs> move as smoothly Smooth. yeah, the bowling alley. Like, yeah they're still better this had broken frame this had dozens of broken frames per minute yeah (laughs) people just kind of floating around not really moving yeah dead in the eyes it's it's glitch central up in food fight world like the humans were nightmare fuel like the the store owner was like ah creepy as hell there's like the main whatever x brand Brand x Uh, the oh yeah dude he was like flailing around oh my god <laughs> he was oh so god. scary i also watched this one hi that was oh, no. hilarious oh man <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus oh god oh, yeah you... and that it was christopher lloyd which made it even better <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize that wow yep man who else did voices in this i you see okay as soon as the credits started i i gotta be honest as soon as the credits i didn't even bother reading i had i just shut it off like i watched it on youtube and yeah and i I had to turn it off once as soon as the credits started i was like all right i'm done i'm I'm no more food fight there was some after not really their interstitial credit scenes but just stupid maybe i'll I mean, yeah. maybe I'll finish the credits. I mean, it had big names. Like, it yeah, was Char- surprisingly, 
Charlie Sheen was, you know, McGruff, if you couldn't have told. Tell. Oh, that makes sense. Or actually. Do- Doc, whatever his name, Dex Doc. Um, Hillary Duff was the cat lady he loved. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Wonderful. Okay. Wayne Brady was the chipmunk. Oh, okay. I sort of I reckon I didn't realize it was Wayne Brady, but I recognized the chi- the the wait, wait it was a squirrel. I think so. so fly, okay. I, yeah. I got the impression he was a flying squirrel, but like he didn't he, just because he used a airplane and stuff. Okay, I couldn't tell if it was a squirrel or not because it looked so. I knew it was a rodent. Oh yeah, yeah. The, his fucking animation is ridiculous. It's dumb. <laughs> they kept doing like this all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No matter think, what they were talking about. And also, like, there was that weird, like, Whoops. it was like a ferret thing. Yeah, that, that, that one was real ugly. That looked know. like like a shit smear on the film. <laughs> like, like, it looked like a moving, walking, talking shit smear. Yeah. That fucking cheesel or something cheesel the weasel like i don't know yeah they're trying to do like templeton the rat type of thing from charlotte's web yeah, yeah like, like there was no fur animation it was all shiny like he looked like he was just like a shiny wet noodle oh my god <laughs> so there bad. were like oh i gotta say dude like i think out of all the movies we watched on this show this one might be this was probably the most painful one to sit through. I'd have I, to agree. I would have yeah. to honestly. This may yeah. be the worst movie we've seen. I mean, on this. Like this one was <laughs> like, oh, it, it was, was making tough. me, it was making me feel nostalgic for the days of mazes and monsters. Like, <laughs> I mean, this movie makes uh, Sausage Party look like the last of the Mohegans, you know? <laughs> or like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs look like. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is great, though. Oh, yeah. No, I love Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, but this movie makes that look like the fucking kingdom of heaven. Yeah. I mean, and and the, the textures, there are no textures. It's so bad. It's pure blocks. You yeah. know, like blocks within blocks. And the blocks are barely movable. Everybody's face is frozen. Did you notice that? Everybody's yes. face was literally frozen. Like, everybody's expression. Was this finished? I like. I'm I wondering. Don't think it could have been. Like, I ran out of money for all the voice actors. Yeah, because <laughs> let's see. There was Eva Longoria. She played yeah. the, the bad lady. Holy cow! Uh, Chris Kattan was the penguin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Ed Asner was in it. I don't know as. Wow. Uh, Jerry Jerry Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> there they were. Uh, one of you know those two henchmen. One, one of them was the other one. Ed Asner was one, and Jerry Stiller was the other. Um, I mean, Cloris were they Cloris Leachman? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, are you serious? How did yeah. that happen? I don't know. I have no idea. I, Man, like they must. They had to have been forced, like contractually. I have no something. idea. I have yeah. no no idea. They're all phoning it in, anyways. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, I would dude. The voice acting in this movie is terrible, dude. I'm surprised that this movie had actual professional actors doing voices, in, like professional act professional actors doing voice. 
Holy crap. Seriously? I don't know how. Honestly. Wow. Uh, and then that, that weasel guy was the director. He did the voice. Oh, oh shit. How apropos. <laughs> Which, by the way, that was like the only movie that guy directed. He's normally a producer. He produced all the Mortal Kombat's. <laughs> oh, wow. shit. Really? Yeah. Huh. And also uh, Chud 2. <laughs> oh. And Ghoulies 3. I actually kind of like Chud 2. <laughs> but go on. I was saying Ghoulies 3 as well. And oh. I thought that was funny. That is funny. Ghoulies <laughs> <laughs> 3. Oh, man. Which was, which Ghoulies was, I get, okay, I get the Ghoulies movies and the Critters movies confused. Which one was it that had Leonardo DiCaprio in it? Like Critters. Think, okay, that makes sense. And that's the one that takes place in like an office building or whatever, like something like that. Like, or maybe yeah. I'm gonna. Gremlins too was in an office building. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe <laughs> I'm getting that. confused with that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but food fight. Oh yeah, so yeah. Then there's just advertisements everywhere. Which advertisements? I mean, that's my my least favorite thing in the world. And this movie Boy, is just oversaturated with them. You know? I mean, Mr. Clean was a character in it, like straight up. <laughs> Not even like a parody, Mister Clean. The it Mr. might as well yeah. have been though. Yeah, pretty much. And they're all over the place. Every shot, every like angle, you just can't get away from them. And they're everywhere. Just and the animation is broken, so the advertisements are broken. You have these yeah. creepy looking mascots with these deformed faces and weird shit going on. Dead with their eyes. Animation clipping their fingers, looking all messed up. So stiff, so stiff and wooden. Like yeah, the just, cat girl was just like the main character's love interest. Whenever she was, she was just so stiff and wooden and yeah, creepy. She, she seemed like a different kind of animation, like almost. Yeah, she looked like a character like out of The Sims, while everyone else is a little different. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. like the the animation. That's another thing about this movie is that not only is the animation bad, it's inconsistent. Like. There's no real um, consistency between like the sizes of the characters or like the way the characters move. Some characters have more facial movement than others. Everybody looks stiffer than hell, but some have like added details for no reason. A lot of them I couldn't really tell what the fuck they were supposed to be. Like the chips, I guess there was like a chip mascot. I couldn't. Is that a, like was it supposed to be a potato or something? I I think like, I but don't know. Not just... a potato chip, and then then there's that cheese the guy. Yeah, which just looked like a big lumpy piece <laughs> of garbage. Like French, of course. And then yeah. the the very very racist Jewish caricature. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was like whoa! I couldn't believe what I was watching. I could I not like, believe oh, that. It yeah. was a nose. It was just yeah. oh. a nose. And it oh, was just very Jewish caricature of a, in the actual character, yeah. a nose. <laughs> yeah, and he had all the stereotypes, like you said. And, oh, my gosh, I can't even tell you guys, dude. Like, oh, like when I was watching, I actually, like, there came a point where just, and because the colors in this movie are off, too. Like, there's a lot of mismatched colors and that scene where they're in the room with the guy with the giant nose and, and then it cuts to the shot of the wall and the wall is just nothing but identical noses all <laughs> like symmetrically lined up against each other and the background 
behind the nose is like a weird light maroonish type of color. And then the actual noses are like a salmon pink. It's like <laughs> salmon pink against the light maroon. Oh my God. Like it was making me, it, I'm not even kidding. It was making me sick to my stomach. I couldn't stand it. it I, I really did something hard. I never do. And I put this movie on two times speed. <laughs> and I actually have to say that made the movie better because it made it look like all the animated characters were trying to get the movie done with as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> in addition to the colors there's also like textures like it's like old textures like you put in like microsoft paint like fill in yeah. stuff with it it's bad it was awful. yeah everybody's eyes everybody's eyeballs look totally psychotic they all oh look God. so tiny and straightforward none of them looked around or expressed any emotion like no emotion whatsoever none. like and then like also like i mean you see Oh, I mean, I started feeling anxiety when I was watching this because then I started thinking about like, like people who watch this movie not knowing like anything about because like, I'm glad that I knew it was bad before I watched it. I didn't realize it was as bad as it was. I thought it was going to be like bad in a funny way, but it was more bad in like a really aggressive, unpleasant, like I'm going to bark my guts out kind of way. But right. But then I wonder, like, what would happen if, like, a kid watched this movie? Because it's a, it's supposed to be a family film, I believe. But this is the type of movie that you want, like, that parents, like, have nightmares about their kids watching, yeah. you know? And there's some pretty horrifying stuff in this movie. There's, like, a shot. It's so excessive, too, where, like, an elephant gets tied to a chair and then, like, a drill gets like put wicked close to his eye it's like stuff like that first of all adds nothing to the movie and what you're doing is you're inducing trauma basically by showing something that severe for no reason to like an animated cutesy looking like elephant character like it has nothing to do with the plot and then there's battle scenes oh did i mention that there's a song i mean oh that's the first thing i wrote down the song yeah. i was like no yeah. Like the very first, it was trash. I was like, "Oh no, it was so bad." I can't even believe it. Yeah, it was. (sighs) And it was, and like I, I did put, I did take off the two times speed for the song because it was like, "Oh, I can't." I should. Somebody did write this song. People did sing it. Like it was meant to be listened to properly. So, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Um so I no guess, funny gags. So many goddamn puns. Every line was a bad pun. Like every single one. What yeah. was your favorite? Okay. My favorite uh he called the cuz it's the only one I wrote down. Uh he called the main lady you're a cold farted itch. It's the only one I remember too. <laughs> <laughs> but they were all like just brand food related mm. and almost barely could call them puns because they were just directly straight saying like brand names of things. Yeah. Um, oh, there, oh like the okay. There was even... one joke. There was one joke that almost, almost made me laugh that could have actually been funny. But they fucked it up. So the scene at the, when, okay, there's the big battle scene and those tanks show up, right? And they're having that big war 
with the food and stuff and those tanks show up uh-huh. and they got the ketchup bottles on them right <clears throat> and yep. then the hand comes out and starts beating the bottom of the ketchup bottle like because they want to you know get the get the juice all mixed up with the tomato sauce you know the water and you know so it'll squirt properly you know because that's what people do with i mean you guys know what i'm talking about so they do that in the movie and that would have been really funny except then whoever was doing the animation in this movie i I, they made it i mean they made a number of enormous errors in judgment but one (laughs) of the biggest mistakes they made was having every single character in all of these armies doing the exact same movements god yeah that only added to the headache fuel. There's a lot of copy and pasted characters. Yeah. And so all of yeah. them hit the There's just copy and paste. Like there's like the people. Mm-hmm. Go on. Sorry. Yeah. There was <laughs> like copy and pasted. Like every time it went to night, there was that se- that little uh, oh transition God. of a car backing up into a fucking. A grocery cart and driving off that happened like three times and then yeah, there was so during one of the fights they were like you know using catapults with pies in it and it was the same animation about three times over yeah. <laughs> it's like they just appeared out of nowhere yeah boy <clears throat> yeah i when it when it was going fast, it was kind of funny because they it was like they were all moving at the same time. But it, like, you know, at least it was like at least the pain was was going by quickly. You know, and I was reading the subtitles as fast as I could, so I think I I think I pretty much kept, caught everything that was going on. But I just I don't know. After about forty minutes, I couldn't stand this movie, and I had to do something very sacrilegious. You know, David Lynch would crucify me. <laughs> at least you didn't watch it on a phone or did you oh yeah <laughs> fucking telephone <laughs> uh, there, so i'll get to the plot i guess if there is one i don't know sort of yeah i, I mean not really it. honestly no just, yeah there's sort of just i can do it in a couple of sentences i'm sure yeah go for it the beginning uh in the beginning of the movie mcgruff or dex the dog wanted to marry was gonna uh engage, get engaged to the cat lady uh and then she goes missing six months later uh is when it picks up uh then these this brand x comes in it's like a evil mega corporation that's you know using chemicals to do bad stuff yeah. uh one of these the bad like a green there's like a green dude guy thing he's yeah like evil like he's he's one of the henchmen of the evil angoria character lady like uh and then they're just kind of kind of it's it's like nazi looking re- like regime type shit trying to cast away all like what's it discontinue <laughs> the bad stuff like everyone that isn't good enough will discontinue. That's what she was, you know, saying. And they hacked into a computer and realized that this, I don't know, some old ugly lady was discontinued by Product X and as as well as the cat lady. I, I think I guess she was a di- di- dish det- or a soap detergent um, <laughs> brand was the cat lady, McGruff's okay. girlfriend. And okay 
so eventually they figure out that those two are connected. Everything's all connected. Um, it's just a big fight to stop Brand X from discontinuing, and because I guess they're that poison or gas or chemical they're using is killing all these Ikes. They call them Ikes instead of icons. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's revealed eventually that near the end of the movie, because it's a short movie and most of it was just dumb bullshit. Yeah. Uh, it's mostly just that... people fighting. Uh, honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's mostly just fight scenes. Yeah. There was... <clears throat> no... Which yeah. I guess makes sense because it's called food fight. Uh, there was a little, there was a femme fatale moment of like in the oh, beginning. Yeah. You think that girl, the Brand X girl, was you know trying to seduce what's his face, and he he goes with that you know line of all the produce bars and all the supermarkets in all the world. She had to walk into mine. <laughs> <laughs> So there was that, but that yeah. was quickly dropped because she just immediately became a bad bad guy. Mm. And then eventually, you find out that the guy that the look at the clipboard they called they just called him Mister Clipboard, the Christopher Lloyd's character, was walking all goofy. He was a robot. <laughs> he was a robot okay. controlled by Evil Angora's character, <laughs> who was the original discontinued ugly lady thing. And she was like, wait, but you don't look anything like that. How did that happen? And she said, oh, I went to South America and got some plastic surgery. I'm like, what? <laughs> what's going on here? Well, goes back everybody... to that form at some point, though. Yeah, yeah. Once she's <laughs> defeated. I don't know I how. All the, characters, all the characters in this movie needed plastic surgery. <laughs> Oh yeah, because yeah, so fucking ugly, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, the final fight was you know evil Longoria trying to fight McGruff or Dex, but Dex wouldn't punch a girl because he's a good guy, he's the best dude ever. But the cat lady mm-hmm. comes back and starts beating the crap out of her, real poorly animated, of course. And she turns back into that ugly raisin. I don't know what the hell she was, like. Yeah, I don't know. It just looked like garbage. I don't know. It kind of happened too fast. I was like, whatever. It's a pile of garbage. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean, if it if you can't tell oh, what it she is, was just for prunes. Garbage. It was prunes. It was oh, okay. she was a prune lady. Okay. okay. You see the prunes, the raisins, and the weasels all looked like different forms of diarrhea to me. Like it's just, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I don't know how else to say it, but like. The weasel thing, it looked it looked like slimy pile gar- like pile yeah. of shit, basically. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong? No. Okay. It did look like a slimy yeah. pile of crap. Yep. Yeah. And it was moving. Horrible. Oh, so oh right. I wrote down they used the essence of sunshine, which is the cat lady, to make the brand X poison. Like they reverse engineered it, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. I'm gonna hope that's what there's a plot. That's a plot thing could happen, I guess. <laughs> um, there was a scene where they were in a a dryer. Uh, they escaped by grabbing onto a sock. <laughs> yeah, just cliche. Oh, 
you know what they say about socks? They always find their way out. So they just grabbed a sock and got out of a dryer. Yeah, which, I don't know, it wasn't funny to me, but no, whatever. No. There was a point where I laughed because it was just, no, I didn't laugh at this at all, honestly, ever. But there was a point where uh, they were riding a soda bottle at first, but the soda bottle was at first unpopped or like uncorked. Like I would, I could, yeah. eventually it gets, you know, like popped off and, you know, there's a spray, but like for a good half of it, I'm like, how is this soda bottle flying through the air? Yeah. It's just, there's no, there's, it's just floating through the air. And the humans and don't even see it. Yeah. It goes, yeah, no. like it goes through the legs of people and like, yeah, and they're just like, <laughs> no, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was, I don't know. Like, I, I think, I was surprised by the Nazi imagery, actually. Like, yeah. I mean, who would have thought that a movie like this would would go would go in that direction? You know. Right. <clears throat> so I'm gonna I'll give you some behind the scenes stuff that I looked up because it did. Oh. I should have looked this up before because it did raise questions on was this finished? Like, okay. This made no sense of how the animation was. It started out. Of something in '99, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> in the 2012. Well, they should, we should have talked about this before Immortal. Darn. Because <laughs> I was hoping, like, when we, as we talk about the movie, we talk about how, like, you know, the animation is advancing. Although we didn't really even do that, but it's like the animation is advancing with each movie. But then you get to this movie, and it looks shittier than it did in the last two movies we talked about. But you in know. our case, do you, the animation devolved. Yeah, yeah, in our case, yeah, yeah there you go. So, yes, yeah, so Lawrence Kasanoff in a Threshold Entertainment, which was the animation studio, I think. They created Concept in 99. A 25 million joint investment into the project was made by Threshold and the Korean investment company Natural Image. Hmm. <laughs> So there's like another an estimated remainder of fifty million was used to produce and direct the film <sighs> for Kasanoff, despite having no uh, direction animation direction. Uh, production setbacks. Let's see. The film was created and produced by the effects shop at Threshold, located in Santa Monica, California. In December of two thousand two, Kasanoff reported that hard drives containing most unfinished assets from the film had been stolen in what he called industrial espionage and an incredibly complex crime. An investigation which included the United States Secret Service was unable to find the thief. How terrible! <laughs> oh my god. Oh man, no wonder the animation looks like shit. <laughs> Yeah, the film the the film was supposed to be computer animated with exaggerated use of squash and stretch to resemble Looney Tunes shorts. Okay, but yeah, after production resumed in two thousand four, uh, Kasanoff changed it to be a more motion cap centric animation. Oh, 
and uh with the results being that he and the animators were speaking two different languages <laughs> oh no that's always a recipe for disaster when yeah. the people involved in the making of a movie like don't all speak the same language and have trouble communicating and then people get misdirected or whatever you know yeah so that's more or less it. there was a shit ton of delays um i mean in 2000 the release date was in 2005 um but missed another distribution deal was struck in 20 2007 but nothing came of it um and then it was eventually auctioned off in 2011 for 2.5 million uh, okay <laughs> wow jeez jesus christ <laughs> And the budget was, and they, so, okay, so $50 million, all right. The wiki said it's up to $65 million. Yeah. This Long movie is a tragedy. Take a guess how much it made at the box office? Uh, Did it, was it even released in the box office? I mean. 300000 that's probably way highballing it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, is it uh, maybe twenty thousand? Okay, more, more than that, but it's okay. seventy-three thousand. Ugh. A uh, budget of sixty-five million. This was a thirteen-year product project too. <laughs> Man, so this is like. This is like down there with like Cutthroat Island and like Waterworld and the fucking 3D Nutcracker or whatever the <laughs> hell that goddamn movie was. The one, um, I don't know what it was called. The one that lost a bunch of money, like like those giant flops that like cost a lot and make like basically nothing. That's pretty. This is kind of fits into that category. It sounds like a disaster. An, an yeah. unmitigated yeah. disaster of a movie to say the least this movie shouldn't exist no they should have kept like, it in the vaults <laughs> like yeah just deleted I mean, it from the hard drive themselves <laughs> the animation like it yeah it literally caused me pain it's indescribably I mean, bad it left me fairly speechless i was worried about trying to <laughs> explain this movie i was like it's i don't know yeah. what to say other than it's complete garbage <laughs> like, yeah i mean picture like the worst looking video game you've played and this looks shittier honestly oh, like, yeah. yeah shittier than what you can imagine <laughs> yeah like and that's why I thought, like that. That's kind of why I thought I suspect that the movie might not have been finished because, like, just it, no. you, you'd have like even people I know who like haven't even done like animation beyond anything like like that. I guess would be you know the type of thing that you would see like in like an advertisement or something like that. like people who have sort of basic knowledge of animation. Even this movie sort of like breaks some of the basic sort of like ideas and concepts behind they, 3d they had some rotating camera shots a lot of those yeah but none of them looked very smooth <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I mean, it would it would rotate, but then as it would rotate, everything would sh- would like the size of things would shift. Mm-hmm. Nothing would rotate properly along with it. Like it just it just it was like I don't know. It was stuttery as hell. It was like study or study. It was stutterier, if that's even a word, than Medusa in the original Clash of the Titans. You know where they're snake hair, like doing the. the it was stutter. It was it, it was it was, yeah. It was crazy. I don't even think I could give it a star. I gave it a half. Yeah. I, I don't think I could give it even a half. <laughs> I don't like. Can you give zero stars on letterboxes? I don't think so. <laughs> I think the half star is like the lowest you can go. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, I do gotta say, being high definitely helps. <laughs> oh, I found it. I'm sure. I found it kind of enjoyable, but I know it was bad. So yeah, bad. you still get yeah. the half. All right, all right. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, I the only laughs I got were just of like what the fuck is going on how yeah. is this being made what happened what what happened here <laughs> just so ugly it was wicked ugly i mean uh, but yeah i mean i believe you though i mean being high usually even makes like the worst movies i can think of better so i'm sure this would at least be m- more watchable you know so yeah Anyway, so I guess that's is do either of you have anything more you want to say about food fight? Okay. <laughs> nah. 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 Yeah, neither do I. And I never <laughs> want to talk about it ever again. No. I wanna wash it out of my brain. Yeah. Erase it out of my hard drive of my brain. <laughs> yeah. Please. Oh, oh, actually one thing I will give the uh, I'm always trying to give movies a little bit of credit. One thing I will give this movie some credit for. They do say the title in the movie twice. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Although the first time they say it, it, it kind of sucked. It's just some guy going, oh, food fight, you know? But then yep. later on in the movie, it's the, it's the McGruff dog dude going, food fight! You know, that's a little better. It's like, okay, here we go. And just you know? another little animation thing that I thought was fucking awful is like, there was a scene where they were chucking... Uh, food down from like the shelves or something on the people and then the food was just disappearing like it was like you know yeah. avalanching in and then the food was just disappearing it wasn't like impacting anything it was just like going down and just disappearing yeah that sucked wow, oh. wow. <laughs> yeah no i hated that and i hated like every time they la- they repeated a launch animation they like launched the like, various stuff at them and they, and they repeated animations and and it, they changed the colors and like uh, there's a fart joke within the first three minutes there's a bunch of fart jokes yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. anything yeah. having to do with a dairy product there was a yeah. fart joke yeah pretty much yeah this movie was a putrid waste of time mm-hmm. don't but, don't watch it nobody should yeah. watch this ever watch never it watch high. it if you do. Yeah. Watch... <laughs> yes. Watch it high, but that's it. You know. Otherwise, avoid it. Even if you like bad movies, like you're not gonna like this one. So. No. There's nothing to like about it. No. <laughs> no. So. Anyway, 
So let's choose some martial arts movies to watch. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do either have so both of you have picks or I think uh, there's a couple I'm thinking of, but yeah, I got two options. I got one. Oh. Do you want to start with yours? Yeah, I'll do uh, Return of the Kung Fu Dragon. All right. Cool. I have that one. I don't know. Huh? I said I might have that one. That sounds familiar, but that's also like a generic-ish title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here, I'll, get, I'll tell you guys the years. You can decide which one I should pick. Oh, okay. Got yeah, 86 or 2020. What's my, the 86 one? Oh, well, you, I mean, unless you. Mine is 76. Okay. Okay. All right. So my two choices are either Kung Fu Wonder Child or Jiu Jitsu. <laughs> I've never heard of either. <laughs> this is Jiu Jitsu, by the way. Okay. Oh, the Nicolas Cage one. Okay. okay, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I heard of that okay. one. Yeah. <laughs> and then what? And then what's the other one? Like it's made me. It's a, yeah, it's a shitty cover, like a newer cover, but. Okay. I don't know if you can make out the back, but it looks like they fight uh, zombies and vampires and shit. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Um. I guess uh, I don't know. Do you? I mean, do you have a preference, Nick, or no? No, not really. Up to you. I've, I do want to see jujitsu, but I mean, up to you. Whenever. Okay. Let's do Whichever. it then. Yeah, yeah. Let's do. Let's do the jujitsu. Always down for some Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, I think I'm gonna go with no, no retreat, no surrender. Which has Jean Claude Van Damme in it. I'm gonna go with the Van Damme. So prepare for some Van Damage. Awesome. Some, some Van Brain Damage. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I was gonna. The other one I was gonna go with was Brotherhood of the Wolf, but that's another weird French movie, and I'm like, eh. Oh. But let's take a break from the weird. How French many movie of those you got? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that one also I've actually seen and. It's actually a really fun movie, but I, I, I'll save it. You know, save it for another time. So, all right, cool. So, all right, so, uh, okay. So, Return of the Kung Fu Dragon. Yep. Okay, and then Jujitsu. Yep. Okay, and no, and then No Retreat, No Surrender. All right, cool. That that ought to be fun. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, that includes our our magical animated movies episode, and you know, maybe maybe we'll do another one. You know, but but for now, yeah, we, we uh, definitely should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, because um, there's a lot of wild animated movies out there, and I'm sure that we'll pre- we could. I'm sure. I'm sure we're, all three of us are capable of finding s- some more uh, some more strange ones. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Until next time, have a good night, folks. Yeah. yeah. See ya. Later. Bye.